Welcome to the Charles Thongren Show. Let's talk about FTX. We're hearing about it on the news. Most of us aren't aware of what it means other than a lot of people lost a lot of money. Um, FTX's collapse has been well chronicled. Uh, we've seen it everywhere over the past few months. But there's an awful lot in there that we don't see, that we don't read about, that really is important. Uh, the cryptocurrency exchange was once valued at about $32 billion. It was promoted by celebrities like Bob Brady, uh, Kevin O'Leary, many, many others as well. Uh, in the months since their downfall, their CEO, Sam Bankman-Fried, has been arrested and is awaiting trial. Many of those celebrities who promoted FTX are also being sued. Uh, investors, they're irate. They've seen all their money disappear. So the big question is, what happened and where did the money go? Welcome to the Charles Thorngren Show by Legacy Precious Metals. So let's start with FTX's CEO, Sam Bankman-Fried. It's one thing to create a cryptocurrency trading platform. Um, that's a lot of coding, uh, a lot of um, things that don't necessarily run into managing a company. It's the creation of a platform. Uh, but it's a whole other thing, different entirely, to run a financial institution that manages billions of dollars of assets, most of which are small transactions from uh, retail investors, the little guy like you and I. Sam was once a media darling. Some people were calling him the next J.P. Morgan. <laughs> in the press and on social media, all that, he was the next big thing, right? But now, he's fallen from grace. While the criticisms of him is definitely warranted, he's defrauded millions of Americans. You still have to ask yourself, though, why did so many people trust a 30-year-old kid with no business or management experience with their livelihoods and, more importantly, their investments? That's a really big question, and that's part of where we need to look and see what is really in detail here and why this was allowed to happen. So some of the stuff that we have coming out on him uh, is quite stunning. It appears he's transferred money from personal accounts uh, to uh, donations to politicians and just complete mismanagement of company finances. He's acted like a kid with his money. He had holes in his pockets and all of your investments went someplace other than where they were supposed to be. He treated FTX like his own personal piggy bank. And just because he's a coder and he can develop this wonderful platform doesn't mean he can manage your money. And this is where everything fell off the rails. What people really need for their investments is stability. Wealth management, it's a very boring concept for most people. They don't want to sit down and, and go through it and listen to the details of it. But it's important. And this is what was lacking in FTX. Sound wealth management principles. I'm the CEO of Legacy Precious Metals, and, and we manage a tremendous amount of investments uh, in precious metals. We handle people's diversification, we handle the asset allocations, and we manage their expectations for what their portfolio should do. We do that through experience and through knowledge. This is something that we don't see in every company. You know, you, you have this platform here, and, and the cryptos in general, everyone talked about it being high flyers, get rich quick. 
That is not how you manage your wealth. We take that different approach here where everything is diversified and we manage things according to goals, not according to how much return can be achieved overnight. The get-rich-quick scheme never works. It always fails. So you had a lot of these FTX investors, they bought into that hype. Bitcoin's going through the roof. This is going through the roof. You're going to become a millionaire overnight. Um, and unfortunately, when you have these celebrity endorsers out there pushing that idea, that concept, and social media pushing that concept, people believe the hype. And it leads them to make bad decisions, like putting their money in the hands of a 30-year-old with no management experience whatsoever, no track record, no knowledge on how to even run a company. He lacked the basic institutional oversights that are needed for a company that manages the wealth of others. That was where, the, again, where this train fell off the tracks. You hear people correlating the fall of FTX with the value of cryptocurrencies. And, and yes, cryptocurrencies did have a downturn. But what you didn't have was a zero return. Did you lose money? Yes. But you didn't go broke. That was strictly the mismanagement of funds. Even though all the cryptos have come down and lost a lot of value, they didn't go to zero. That's the important thing to know. So while the cryptocurrencies did have a negative return, they did pull back drastically. This is not what we're talking about. We are talking about the mismanagement of those funds. We are talking about uh, the CEO funneling funds from FTX into another company that he owns, into political donations, as much as $40 million to politicians last year. This is the kind of thing that a novice does. And this is why you need to be skeptical of the high flyer from the young kid who has no experience. And when we look at what Alameda Research did, basically, it's a shell company. And what you had here was basically fraud. You, you had the commingling of funds between companies that had no business being together. So, was cryptocurrency wrong to invest in? No. Was FTX wrong to invest in? We can see that now, obviously, yes. But because of the lack of structure. And that's the important thing. So, when we're looking at securities and we're looking at investments, you, you need to look at not just the individual investment, but also the management. That is so important. That's why our reputation stands out so well is the experience that we have, the relationship we have with customers, how we manage and handle their investments, uh, their diversification, and just the manner in which they invest. So let's talk about cryptos. Cryptos by themselves, are, they're amazing technology. If you look at these platforms and what it's done for so many things, I mean, the idea of transmitting a contract almost instantaneously is incredible. What it's doing in the healthcare profession is amazing. You're having medical records that are being transferred like that. Talk about ease of diagnosis, the ability to share your medical information with professionals and get second opinions, um, the transfer of money for, for other transactions. Everything has been made better 
by the crypto platform. Now, that being said, the platform is magnificent, but it does not mean that it's a great investment. Just because something's a good concept doesn't mean that it makes a viable investment. Now, I will say, I do own some cryptos, and I, I've been a long-term holder. Uh, I see the value in them, but it doesn't mean, again, that it's an investable asset for most people because we see here what can happen, right? You have the changing of technology. Technology is a very tricky thing to invest in. It changes rapidly, and you don't want to be stuck in something that doesn't have legs to go forward. And that is the difference between a technology and an investment. So we, we look at FTX, and you know, one of the things we really have to consider, and, and I'll, I'll draw some analogies here in just a minute to what we do in precious metals. FTX fell apart for a couple reasons. Did the downturn in cryptos play a part in it? Yes. That caused people to say, okay, I'm losing money. I want out now. I want to sell. Well, when they sold, they didn't realize they were involved in a form of a ETF, uh, a fund, to some degree, that was leveraged. They had no idea that that was happening. So what that does is that causes the loss to be magnified multiple times over based on the leverage that was applied to all of the FTX funds. And this is what you get when you have bad management and someone who doesn't understand how to run and manage a company with finances. So that perpetuated an even further downward turn to the point where everyone lost. So is it crypto's fault? No. But it was the catalyst that started the events to expose the fraud that had happened. Now, with that fraud, we have to look at a couple things. Um, was it intentional? The courts will decide that. Um, when money is being moved to uh, alternative companies, you have to make that assumption that it was done with knowledge that this was not right. And then we have to look at the next thing. Who is culpable for this? Are Tom Brady, Kevin O'Leary, are, are they culpable? Did they know that they were pushing something that was bad? I, I don't believe that they were. I believe this was just, for them, uh, an advertisement. Um, and FTX decided to create a brand. And we saw the commercials. They spent a lot of money on those commercials to get you to invest money. Um, and they gave a lot of people a lot of money for, for them to come out and say, invest with us. This is the best. So culpability Again, the courts will decide that. Um, I think you're looking at a scenario where celebrities do endorsements, and they do them all the time, and, and they typically don't bear the burden if the investment goes wrong. But we're seeing a change in that, too, based on how they do the advertising. Um, is their name being sought out just so that they can say, buy this because I buy it? Is it a, a pump and dump, kind of like what we saw with meme stocks? It's a very similar feeling right now. And, and for, for me, that's, that's really indicative of a big problem we have with the younger generation. This is a lot of the investing that they know of because this is spread through social media and through friends. And they're missing some of the basic concepts of investing, the secure part of the investing. You know, you, you, you have to do some due diligence just because so-and-so said so doesn't make it a good investment. 
we need to be able to look into each individual aspect and say, does this make sense for me? And we need a partner in that that will give you the information so that you can decide if this makes sense for your criteria. Someone to share questions with so you can get answers that make it something more suitable for you rather than Tom Brady invested in it or the next big star invested in it. So again, there's culpability and we'll see. I, I think that this is gonna play out over the long term in, in the court system. But the most important thing is for this younger generation to begin to learn how to do research for themselves so they can make the right decision. And the fact that they're investing at a younger age is a great thing. We just need to make sure they get into vehicles that make sense. Part of where we want to go here, I think, is looking at what the investor was looking for and why, you know, myself, I focus on precious metals. I focus on the precious metals because they're a tangible asset. It's a physical thing. And more importantly, it's a non-leveraged thing. When you own it, you own it. You own that one of one. You own that one ounce of gold, that one ounce of silver. It's not leveraged five or six times over. So you're not getting a scenario where a, a collapse will cause you ruin. And this is an important thing for people to realize, you know, FTX, it was the new shiny thing. But new doesn't always mean it's a great investment. And shiny doesn't always mean it's a great investment. And we look at the precious metals, and, and what they do is they add a stability. And I've often said, you, you've probably heard me say it before, have an investment in your precious metals so that you can go out and make an informed decision on some of the more riskier investments. That way it doesn't take such a penalty if it goes wrong, as we see in FTX's case here. So... You know, when we look at your precious metals, that gives you a stability to your investments that allows you to go ahead and take risk on a cryptocurrency. So, my younger generation, I know it's exciting. You're getting 20, 30% returns a month in the right asset. It's high flying, it's exciting, gets your heart pumping. And that's okay. But remember this lesson, and here's the important part. When you're investing, be diversified. The way to be able to take advantage of those high flyers and not put yourself at risk is to be diversified. You get a base foundation in something stable like precious metals that's gonna grow over time and more importantly, not turn around and leave you bankrupt. That's how you go about it. I'm not gonna tell you not to feel the excitement of the market. Part of, of investing is learning and growing. But what you don't want to do is try to learn with all of your money. Don't go broke for the lesson. Take advantage of an opportunity to diversify so that you can take those risks. And the return is the return, whether it's for $100 or $1,000, or if it's $10,000 or $100,000. Focus on the return and the learning without the risk of going completely bankrupt. There's no need for you to do that. What you're losing is time. And investing is really about time. Returns in time. So set yourself up to be diversified. You can listen to the gurus, but just don't put all your money there. Understand that you have an advantage by taking a process 
and giving it some stability and some safety. That will go so much further for your investment um, mindset and returns than anything else. Because the only thing worse than making 20% next month is losing 30% the month after. Handle it in a, in a better way that'll give you more opportunity to realize I've made some money, let me get out. Let me re rebalance my portfolio so I don't assume so much risk that I can go broke. And that's truly the secret to investing. It's, it's not how much you make, it's how much you save. It's not the return, it's how much you keep. Uh, there's a very wise saying, you never go broke by selling at a profit. So what do I mean by taking profits, right? It's, it's a great question, and I'll answer it before, before you even ask, even if you ask yourself. When you're looking at your crypto trades that you may or may not be doing, but a lot of people are, when you're seeing returns that are um, to the point where you're doubling your money or you're getting 20 or 30% returns in a couple months' time, you know that you have what is considered to be a risky investment. You can tell that because the returns are so great. Anytime there's a big return, there's a big risk. So how do we maintain the investment, the thing that we're, we're enjoying, seeing that, that grow the way that it is, but add a form of stability and safety? Now, one of the great ways to do that is by looking at your investment. And, and let's just say we choose Bitcoin. You invested when it was 16000 it's now double to 32,000. The easiest thing to do is to take out half of your coin, leaving you with your same initial purchase price, still working in the investment. But now you have yourself $16,000 to reinvest in other assets. This is how you build a portfolio. And by building that portfolio, you're giving yourself the ability to create a diversity in asset class. So we don't want to take that 16000 and put it right back into the next crypto. We want to find an asset that complements your strategy but gives you more security because of the diversity. So as an example, we take that $16,000 and let's say we say um, – we're going to put half into the stock market and half into a real estate trust. So we look at that and we say, okay, now we've put 8000 into the stock market. And depending on what you, you purchased, and we've seen the stock market pull back, but it hasn't pulled back to the same degree that the cryptos have. Okay? So you may be down 20% on that 8000 but you don't have that massive pullback that we saw in the crypto space. And the other 8,000, let's say that's in a real estate trust where you're making a little bit of a return. Maybe you're making 3 or 4%, right? So now you have that 3 or 4% that's minimizing the loss that you got from your equities. But more important than that is you have more than one asset working for you. And that end is where you get the safety that you need. Because over time, as you're adding... To your investment strategies and and that's very important as well you want to figure out a plan so that you can invest in a regular amount 
on a regular time period, whether it's $100 a month, $1,000 a month, whatever it may be. Maybe it's $1,000 every quarter. Find a number that you're comfortable with that you can maintain on that regular basis because that will also add to your purchasing power. It gets you into the, the, the ability to diversify even further. And this is where you develop a real portfolio. Instead of having one asset that you brag about, you now have a portfolio of assets that are protecting not just your, your wealth, but also giving you the ability to have the retirement everyone dreams of. So this is one of those key functions is um, diversity, that next key function, regular contributions to your wealth. And that, that requires you to, to put not just money, but also time, evaluate your portfolio and say, what is my risk tolerance now, right? Am I overweighted in one area over another? Should I take a, a step back and say, let's add another asset class or let's diversify within that asset class? And this will come naturally to you over time as you're doing it. You'll, you'll have the experience of what you've done, and, and you'll be able to put that forward into what you should be doing next. And there are a number of sources out there you can reach out to for information and guidance. That's the great thing about it. You truly learn how to manage your money this way. Whereas one crypto or a couple different cryptos, that's really just kind of going the casino and hoping that those continue to, to skyrocket. But we know that that's not the case. We've seen it now, right? It will go up fast, but it'll come back just as fast. And what you're never going to be able to do is catch it exactly right. So set yourself up on that parameter and say, it's up this percentage. I want to go ahead, take my profits now, congratulate myself on doing the job that I did. I've got a great return. Now I'm going to diversify and reward myself with safety within my investments. It's a magnificent approach that most people don't take, but you can. That's the great thing about it. Very little effort. You can follow this strategy and build that wealth that you really, really want. So, again, diversification, important. Constant contributions, equally as important. And the third is the ability to actually assess your plan. Don't let yourself get greedy. Call yourself out when you think you're getting too greedy and you're looking for those high returns. Again, that's just one concept, right? If you find them, that's fantastic. But have the discipline to do the next steps. Take the diversity. Spread out your, your investment strategies. This will give you all that you're looking for. And there's many places to go. Equities, we talked about it, you know, savings accounts, a good CD could be offering a great return. Um, some real estate opportunities, they're out there. Uh, another great opportunity, uh, precious metals, gold and silver. These are all the areas to where you can really maximize that safety, but also your return. So we look at this and we look at this FTX and we realize funds were commingled. Um, some of you may not know what that means. That just means the use of funds were transferred across companies that weren't intended. The funds went to FTX, they were supposed to stay there. Through, as we yet to find out how it happened, but we know funds from FTX made its way into Sam's other business. That's commingling. 
And, and what's important to know here is when you're dealing with an asset like that, you put yourself at risk because it's electronic and you don't know who's managing it. So I'd like to draw that conclusion back to one of the areas that I deal in, precious metals. When you buy gold and silver or platinum and palladium and you buy it, we're either going to deliver it to you. You have it physically. It's yours. No one can do anything with it but you. It's in your hands, whether you store it in a safe at the house or a safety deposit box at the bank. It's physically yours. And it's not attached to anyone else or any other business. Solely yours. Tangible and only yours. Very important process. If XCX coins and all of all of their their, their tangible tokens and things were attached the same way, this wouldn't be a problem. But we see that it wasn't. Um, even in an IRA, if you have metals in an IRA, those metals are held for you in a depository in your IRA's name. Again, no one else is attached to it. Strictly yours. Your IRA owns that. That's what gives you that kind of protection against a scenario where you see commingling of funds or over leveraging you avoid that entire process by going back to stability and getting a true asset tangible and yours only so if you find yourself being part of the the FTX debacle uh, and, and many are um, what I don't want you to do is to give up on investing we, we can't change the past and, and know that you're not the only ones to have had this happen. This happens through the course of time. Um, you know, there was a very similar circumstance that happened to your parents. Uh, a company called Enron, they went bankrupt. They traded in oil and gas and energy. Uh, it was not about the oil and gas, just like FTX is not about the crypto. It's about the company. It's about the managers of that company. So what I don't want for you is to lose that desire to invest. I think that's really important that you maintain that. But what we want to say here is not, I told you so, or, you know, too bad for you. You know, this is, this is a painful lesson. We go forward from here. We learn to diversify and know that it will happen again. It will happen to others, but it doesn't have to happen to you. That's the important part. We have the ability to go forward from here, Start investing again, but do it in a diversified, safer way so that the risks that you take are educated, so that the risks you take are something that you know that you can manage if it goes wrong. So we have a great opportunity. There's no sense in looking back and continuing to say, how did this happen? We see how it happened. It's more important for us to move forward with the knowledge that we've gained and create a plan that works for us. That's the most important thing you can take away from this. Don't stop investing. Invest better. Thank you for listening to The Charles Thorngren Show by Legacy Precious Metals. Legacy Precious Metals helps investors protect their retirements and build wealth through investments in gold, silver, and precious metals. Whether you want metals shipped directly and discreetly to your house, or you want to roll your existing IRA into a gold-backed IRA, Legacy Precious Metals is the company you can trust. To speak to an expert, call 866-473-6204 or visit LegacyPMInvestments.com to download our free investing guide.